Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us this Thursday morning for our online video devotional. I'm glad to be with you as we continue this week with one of my favorite, um, most haunting passages in all the Bible, Matthew 25. So today I want to read to you the end of Matthew 25, uh, Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46, where we see this. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. The nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. The king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my father, and here the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. And the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? When was it we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? When was it we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? The king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are the members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. They will also answer, Lord, when was it we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to the least of these, you did not do it unto me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteousness to eternal life. Y'all will be honest with you. This is one of those passages that always haunts me. It does. It, 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 this, this passage haunts me. There are passages of Scripture that encourage me. Um, Isaiah 43, for instance. John 10, 10. John 14. Romans 8. Revelation 21. Um, I mean, there are passages in Scripture that really encourage me. Matthew 25 haunts me. It does. It's one of those passages that when I'm laying in bed at night, just kind of rolling around, I, I think about this. Um, there's a song by one of my favorite artists, uh, Jason Isbell, entitled, uh, What Have I Done to Help? And I think about that sometimes when I read this. What have, what have I done to help? What have I done for somebody else? I've said this multiple times this week. If we take the Bible seriously, then this passage makes it appear as though how we treat the poor and the sick and the prisoner even will have some effect upon our eternity. It just does. Because when you read this passage, what you see in this passage in Matthew 25, 31 through 46, when you read this passage, it appears as though the point of division was how the sheep and the goats treated the least of these. And the sheep got into glory because they treated the least of these well and took care of them. And the goats went into damnation because they did not treat the least of these well. Now, and see, I struggle, we, we see, it, it, we, I struggle with John 3, 16 says, for those who serve believe would have eternal life. John 10, 9, I'm sorry, Romans 10, 9 says, if you believe in your heart, confess your mouth, you shall be saved. So I'm a huge believer in the biblical 
concept that we are saved by grace through faith, lest no one can boast. My salvation does not come from my works. My salvation does not come from my works. My salvation does not come from my works. Let me say it one more time for those, those y'all in the back. My salvation does not come from my works. The Bible is clear on the fact that our salvation does not come from our works. Full stop. That's the biblical truth. Our salvation does not come from our works. Okay. We got to understand that. However, when we read this passage here, it makes it seem as though how we treat the poor and the prisoner and the sick and those in need will have some effect upon our eternity. Doesn't it? Maybe I'm reading, I mean, maybe I'm reading this wrong. If you think I'm reading this wrong, let me know. I mean, maybe I am. I may be misreading this. It's entirely possible. But in my reading of this passage, it appears to me as though how we treat the weakest among us will have some effect upon our eternity. It just does. So, for me, then the question becomes, what am I doing? How am I living this out? And I think, I think it's easy for those of us, those of you who may be watching this, it's easy sometimes to, easier sometimes to write a check. It's easy. Write a check. That'll. And that's, <laughs> y'all right now in the middle of, of, of COVID, writing a check, frankly, is what most organizations want. But how are we helping? How are we helping the hungry in our midst? At our church, we have some partnerships with Madcap. They're always seeing me beg for stuff and or beg for whatever. You know? It matters. How are we helping the thirsty? There's organizations that one of our, some of our mission teams here work, work on drilling water wells in Honduras. How are we helping the prisoner? That's, I think that's a difficult one for us sometimes because I, I, think, I, think, I don't think we like to think about that one. But when we read this passage here, it seems as though how we treat the prisoner is a big deal. How we treat the prisoner matters. This is one of those verses that affected Wesley really a lot. His dad was thrown in debtor's prison. He spent a lot of time and encouraged Methodists, not just because of this passage, but because of his family experience, to visit the prisoner. How do we treat the sick? How do we care for the sick within our community? How do we care for those in nursing homes? How do we care for those that are weak and frail? How do we do this? When we read this passage here, it makes it seem as though our eternity has some basis tied into this. And here's, here's how that works, y'all. This is one of those assumed, this is like James, this is an assumed norm. For Jesus, he assumed, rightly so, that if you're his follower, you're going to do this. Like, you're just going to do it. Good works flow from the fact that we're alive. 
You don't tell your body to breathe, your body simply breathes. If you're alive, your body's gonna breathe. If you're alive, your heart's gonna beat. That, these things give us life. Like If you're alive, these things are gonna happen. For the Christian, we're not saved by our works. We're not saved by our works. We're saved by grace through faith, lest no one can boast. Again, however, if you are alive in faith, if you are alive in faith, the assumed norm of scripture is that we're gonna do these things. So I ask myself and I ponder and I wrestle with how am I doing these things? Because if I have faith, I have to. And not just I have to, I want to. So for us today, the question is, how are we doing these things? How is our church doing it? Sure. But how am I doing it? How are you doing it? How are we taking care of the poor? How are we living this way? What are we doing to help? That's our mission, y'all, as Christians. That's our mission. That's what we're here for. And I want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. I've been given so much, an abundance of so much. And I want to make sure that I'm giving back in the same abundance that I have been given to. May we all live in that awareness and with that purpose. May we all be counted among the sheep when our days here on the earth have drawn to its end. May we all live, as we said earlier this week, with the assurance that Christ is King and live in that manner. Hey, love you guys. Praying for you. Hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. Uh, and tomorrow we're going to have one more day in Matthew 25. We'll talk about what are some things that we can do to help. So thanks for watching. Have a great day.